a playlist original. It's your host, Tori, and who is ready to be petty? Welcome back to another episode of RTBP. I'm so glad you're here, and I hope you're doing well. I had a nice week. Last weekend was my mom's birthday, and and my family and I went for a drive through the area that Harry and Meghan lived in. It was so funny listening to Celebrity Memoir Book Club, and even when I watched the Harry and Meghan doc and you know, heard the excerpts from Spare because I haven't read it yet. And honestly, I'm a little fatigued, so I I don't think I will. I think I've got the main gist. And when they're talking about moving to Canada, um, they moved to right where I lived. So it was funny on the pod, Ashley and Claire were like, yeah, this like remote island in Canada. I was like, it's the biggest fucking island. It's the biggest island in Canada. It's way bigger than like, you know, shit like Manhattan or whatever, obviously. So anyways, we went on a drive and walk through the area that they lived in. So I pointed out where they used to take their dogs and where they used to get like groceries and snacks and stuff like that. And I was just as bad as the paparazzi that, you know, found them there. But it was super fun. And I finally, 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 after two fucking years, made it to TikTok. So go follow me on there. I didn't remember this, but I had made a video in June 2021. So almost two years ago about a depression haul, which is when you are super depressed and you don't want to do anything, but you have the capacity to go to like a home sense or a winners or a home goods or like, you know, I'm trying to think of some American equivalents, like a, a world market or whatever. I would go to Target if we had it, Avi, but it's where you go and you're just like, hey, I, I have an unlimited budget, but you don't spend a lot. I probably spent like 60 bucks or something like that, but you just buy things that you would not normally buy, but because you're depressed, you just buy them and you just... You put on a podcast or music and you wear your sweatpants and you go and you just buy. Usually it's like, you know, one activity to do. This one was like a puzzle. One thing to eat. I got like cookie dough that you could eat. And then just like one decor piece, like a little dish or something. And then something like beauty, like a mask. I got a hair mask, but like some type of beauty object um, or beauty item. Um, yeah, you just do this, you know, for like an hour and you're like, okay, it was, you know, 4 p.m. or 7 p.m. and I hadn't left my bed, but I can't say I didn't do anything. I went on a, a trip to Home Sense and got a suppression haul. And yeah, so I was like, oh, fuck it. I'll just post this. I remember I fucked up the closed captionings and literally gave up until January 2023. But I figured it out and I did it. And then I uploaded one on Dirty Soda. I love how I'm telling you what I've uploaded. Like, I know, like, such a fucking millennial. I know the point on TikTok is you just, like, basically shitpost. And, like, I'm literally detailing everything I'm posting. But, like, I'm going to film a bunch more tomorrow. So, hopefully, if you are 
looking right now, listening to this podcast and checking out my account page, like feed. I don't know. You'll see like a bunch of videos, but I'm just getting into the swing of things. It's really hard to put yourself out there. And actually, Kelsey and I talk about this real brief at the start of the episode, just because we were talking about it prior to recording but I don't know it's so we're talking about just like how it's a little cringe and you just have to like get over yourself and that we admire all of the girly pops who are like filming themselves and then like walking down the street or whatever and then like running back to like get their phone or whatever so (laughs) but it's like so funny I will say it's like it is like just trying stuff out like I was trying for the first time the Trader Joe's soup dumplings. I was like, oh, I'll make a TikTok about this. And then like I filmed myself putting it in the microwave for like two seconds. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, this is so dumb. or like look so bad or like whatever. So I don't know. Shout out to all you TikTokers out there. And then I just wanted to say also, I'm so enjoying like the cleanup slash chore slash task TikTok where it's like, oh, come do some returns with me or like come clean out my closet or you know like a night after work with me or whatever and it's like them going to the gym and like making dinner why do I like those like what does that say about me that I like that content is it because I feel productive like watching them but I'm like not doing any of it is it that I get ideas things to do like it's just so fucking weird let's for a second talk about Chrissy and John's new baby girl SD just because it's a little follow-up from a previous episode that I did on Patreon and then released as a bonus on my public feed with Sophie Keem of Nameberry who is a naming consultant to the celebs she had guests on the pod Esme, Evie, or Junie which I I actually love all of these names all four of them very very close but they named their baby Esty, so I'm stoked for them. What's going on on the Patreon this week? We have an interview with Goldie Meldowski, who is the author of Lord of the Fly Fest, which is a book we just book clubbed on the pod. Our next book, or on the Patreon, our next book is going to be I'll Be You by Janelle Brown. We found a free version, like, in a not a sketch way (laughs) uh that I posted on the patreon so if you are looking for you know a group to read a mystery novel with a little bit of a celeb twist they're celeb child actors head over to patreon.com slash rtbb podcast and join the patreon but I knew everyone in the patreon didn't read the book so I also covered some additional pop culture stories that I couldn't fit into the episode like Austin Butler's Oscar nom, Justin Bieber selling his music, Tyler and Alex from Selling the OC in Dubai, and Paris Hilton's Baby. So you can find all of that over on patreon.com slash podcast. Next week's episode is with Sophie Strauss. She was on a few months ago talking about like Queer Eye and what not to wear and fashion police because she's a stylist for regular people we're gonna talk about fashion house controversies so like Balenciaga and Dolce and Gabbana and Karl Lagerfeld there's so much news about that lately like Beyonce was wearing Dolce and Gabbana to her Dubai show and Karl Lagerfeld is the 
theme for the upcoming Met Gala. So I feel like there's going to be lots to talk about. And then after that, I'm going to have Sophie James from Unpaid Emotional Labor on here. We are doing a summer house discussion about all the seasons of summer house in preparation for the new season. So I'm so freaking excited to just do a absolute deep dive on all the characters in summer house. Finally, I would like to shout out Leah and Claire, our two patrons this week. Thank you so, so much for supporting the podcast. I am ever so grateful and I want people to know that they can always reach out to me on Patreon. Well, not just Patreon, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, (laughs) and chat about this stuff, anything that I share any celeb story that I cover I love getting your takes on it and you know hearing what you're up to and what's resonating with you but Leah and Claire I want to say thank you so much for making all my dreams come true and being an official petty Betty last last thing thank you so much for all of the reviews I know I said this on the pod and then I posted on my insta but it is one of my 2023 goals to reach 200 reviews And honestly, each week now, so it's been like two weeks, they are like pouring in. I'm getting like five a week and I get them on Monday morning to my inbox and it's literally the best thing to start a Monday morning with. I just appreciate it so, so, so much. I'm really grateful and I really feel privileged that people take me on, you know, like take me on a walk or a gym sesh or to clean up their house or to pass the time at work or like whatever like seriously I know how many great podcasts are there there are out there I know how much good music movies tv like all of that um for you to choose you know to spend an hour with me is something really special and something I don't take for granted or take lately so um I just want to say thank you so much Okay, friends, let's get to today's show. It's a super, super fun episode. We were laughing so freaking hard, but I am joined by Kelsey from Why Are You So Obsessed? So without further ado, here's my conversation with Kelsey. I am back with a very special guest, Kelsey from Why Are You So Obsessed? Kelsey, how are you? Hi, good. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for coming on. I'm excited to chat. We've just been talking all about TikTok and content creation and, you know, the podcasting world. So it's nice to, I don't know, it's nice to meet people in this world that like, like I sometimes I feel like I'm like, I'm thinking about this and I'm the only one that's like worried. I'm like not doing enough or like out putting myself out there enough or whatever. And it's, it's just nice to talk to other people that you know, are thinking the same things. Yeah. And like, I think like we already are putting ourselves out there by like sharing our thoughts and everything. So I think like we have to give ourselves kudos for that. And then whenever I'm like scared of like a bad review or someone saying something mean about me, I just try to remember like they could never, they couldn't do what we do. You know, like if they're saying something mean, (laughs) like just know like they couldn't do what you do. They couldn't like, you know, say their thoughts and their feelings and everything like that. So just try to keep that in mind when we're trying to ourselves out there and make video content (laughs) 
Yes, yes. Oh, that's a really good point. So you are one of the co-hosts of Why You So Obsessed. Tell us a little bit about you and your podcast. Yeah. So me and my podcast host, Evan, started it in COVID, which like I think a lot of people started um, podcasts in COVID as something kind of fun to do. Um, And we started out talking about Bachelor, but I don't know about you. I don't watch The Bachelor anymore. I just can't do it. Yeah. I mean, there was tons of content yesterday because it was the first episode of the new season. But I think I saw you posting this too. Like the the body diversity thing is like so frustrating. Like the the Bachelor always looks exactly the same. It's just like the same old, same old. I just like can't do it anymore. But we did start out originally talking about Bachelor and celeb gossip. And then we kind of moved on to just like celeb gossip and other kind of reality TV shows. Yeah. And then like personal stories and stuff about relationships and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I love integrating because I feel like celebrities can tell us a lot about and pop culture about, you know, ourselves or we learn things that we take into our relationships and friendships and stuff like that. So I like the meeting in the middle. Yeah, for sure. It's sometimes hard to like, when you're talking about stuff, you're like, just so you guys know, like, I'm not an expert. This is just my experience. Or like, no, like, don't (laughs) listen to me. (laughs) Yeah, literally, I feel that too. Or like some of these facts, I'm like, I did light research. but like, like, I don't really, like, yeah, totally. (laughs) It's anecdotal, so... (laughs) So funny. So we're going to jump into really the latest pop culture news. I'm so excited to talk about these things. I feel like it's been a good week in pop culture. We are going to talk about Selena Gomez's new boyfriend, Shakira's. I was saying divorce. I kept saying divorce, but apparently they weren't ever married. So I guess just like separation from her long-term partner, Gerard PK. And then uh, Air Webster. Air. Yeah, because and... I kept saying Airy. So Air. <laughs> Say. Billionaire. Yeah. Billionaire. <laughs> and then Joey King so, and some alleged cheating rumors. And then we're going to nominate a Pettyweight Champion of the Week and then share our This Week in Petty. So Selena Gomez, this has been an up and down like roller coaster because she was. There was like rumors about her and Drew Taggart from the Chainsmokers dating. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, no, I'm single. And then all of these pictures came out of them like making out and holding hands this weekend. So do you think they are actually dating? So I I just want to start off by saying like I'm such a big Selena Gomez fan. And I think Me too. <laughs> and I think what she's doing is very confusing. But I think that Selena is confusing to us because she definitely doesn't play by regular celeb playbook. She just does what she feels and goes with it. I originally was like, why would she post that story? Because we saw them holding hands, we saw them kissing and then or the at bowling. And then people were saying well, this is kind of like when she did the single with um, Zayd and it was kind of the same <gasps> thing. Yes. Uh... But I don't remember her ever like making out with Zayd or like holding hands with him or anything. Was she? No, she wasn't because I remember they went out for dinner okay. and were like paparazzi there. But then I remember, was it in my mind in me or some interview? She was like, yeah, I, I like went out with that like cute little boy, but like we didn't, we weren't obviously like, they didn't even record the song together. I think oh, like okay. 
they did separate tracks in like different studios or something. So it was all just for the hype of the song. Right. But I don't really like when people are like, this looks like a couple um, pop culture pages that I follow said like, this looks so uncomfortable. This looks like PR to me. This is so fake. But like, does Selena really need PR? Like, I just feel like she like she hates being famous. She's like, doesn't like being famous. So I just don't really see her doing it as like a PR move. But then people were saying that the I am single is a new song and that's what the song is going to be called or I am called I am or something like that (laughs) oh yeah like the the single is the single yeah oh my god (laughs) people are so creative that's so funny or like such a stretch if that's not the case at all I know (laughs) why is she posting I I like to be alone too much and like it looked like him in the photo did it not but like I know it was just but like I was like who is that Yeah, yeah. I just, she did say she was going to drop new music this year. And I feel like the Chainsmokers, they need a comeback. So, like, Mm -hmm. it makes sense that Drew would want to be spotted with Selena Gomez. But you're totally right. Like, Selena, with her documentary, she was nominated for a Golden Globe, which I thought was fucking huge for, like, a person of, like, I I don't think she's gotten, like, many accolades that are, like, yeah good other than like you know like teen choice awards or like stuff like that like I feel like in her peak she has her her show that got picked up for season three and Paul Rudd and Meryl Streep got added to the cast like she does not need this like raggedy ass boyfriend (laughs) like and like yeah and like Drew Drew has dated like he dated Chantel Jeffries for a while like I think they lived together he's dated like under the radar type of girls and then they recently mm-hmm. and then people were like oh like he's such a bad guy I hope he treats her right like and then they were just on call her daddy saying that they like have threesomes with fans and I was like you guys like Justin Bieber any other celebrity I'm sure was doing things like that they just didn't openly say it on a podcast type of thing or whatever but totally um yeah I don't really know like I like I that's kind of like all my thoughts on it I don't really know what she's doing and like I don't see her doing it for maybe she's just trying to have fun and she's just she is single and she's just trying to have fun and date like I don't really know yeah but um it just seems like a weird thing for her to do for PR like I don't really see that but I've but I always say that about couples and then they're always like there's so many that are PR couples that you wouldn't think would do it yeah totally I think like the only thing that I could see and I think that it was Shannon from Fluently Ford who said this first is like is Selena Gomez hurting for money because she's kind of working on these random projects like the chef show and stuff like that so then she was like maybe they actually are in a PR relationship because she is looking for like a paycheck like maybe it's that contractual but I don't know. I, like I she, also could just see her dating around, yeah. like you're saying. But, like, she has to be making so much money from Rare Beauty. I think that's, like, one of their most – Sephora's mm. most popular collaborations, for sure. Rare does so – again, Rare, her acting career and this docu, like, she really does not need anything else. So, yeah, no. that's a good point. I wonder how much she owns of Rare. Like, does she get make a lot of money? Because I know that the the brand is really popular, but I yeah, I wonder that's a good question. How much of it's hers? I think um, the Morning Toast girls were talking about this. I think that yeah, 
I'm not sure how it works because that is like I pretty that's a Sephora brand, right? And they're yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm not sure how that works, but I feel like maybe that's different from Fenty because I think like Fenty Beauty is really like really popular as well. Um, yeah, yeah, maybe I I never thought about the money thing. I I would I'd be shocked to to know that that was that she was hard up for money. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> We're just. Making up conspiracies here. But we'll see, like, where this relationship goes. Like, if it, yeah, it was just kind of like a fling. Like, Emily Ratajkowski has been seen with a bunch of guys throughout the fall and winter, just, like, on dates, holding hands, like, whatever you do on dates, like, and I'm like I'm happy it makes sense yeah I'm like I'm happy for her like I want her to go out and have fun and like go date and make out with guys at bowling alley it's like I was like I was just like happy for her I'm like that's I'm like I think she was hot but the whole it was weird about Eve Eve Jobs that was kind of weird yes yeah, yeah that's a good point so he used to date Eve Jobs which is literally the daughter of Steve Jobs I can't believe they named her Eve Steve I know it's so cringe like it's so um, cringe yeah and like she posted about him on New Year's and had recently posted them at the beach saying like my love and then this all came out and she deleted her Instagram and so like that also looks bad kind of like on Selena and him too like I don't know that whole thing is kind of weird too and if she was so upset couldn't he just tell her like this is this is just for my music or whatever. So that was kind of like an interesting side of it as well. Yeah, that's such a good point because that is kind of a weird timeline. It kind of reminds me of like the Bo Burnham, Phoebe Bridgers, Paul Cole timeline that like seems also very like quick turnaround time. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people were accusing her of cheating, correct? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Well, we'll see. I guess, like, Eve Jobs isn't in, like, the media. So maybe he moved on to Selena. I don't know. Yeah. We'll we'll see. Only time will tell. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, let's talk about another couple. Um, I just added this into the... to the outline by the way but um but okay pete davidson also is dating someone new uh chase suey wonders from bodies 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 did you watch that movie i didn't no neither did i but apparently they played like a a couple so they were yeah a couple on film and now a couple in real life they've been seen on vacation at uh basketball games at his apartment um everywhere like in like a mall kind of like on an escalator (laughs) I was like why are these pictures being um I find it really interesting like I get the Pete Davidson thing like I think he's cute I think he's probably really sweet he's charming he's nice but I just don't understand like how you can like this many people this much 100% the shine has worn off because I remember when he first was dating I think at the time it was like well like Ariana for sure and then like maybe Phoebe Divner from Bridgerton I was like oh yeah yeah I was like okay he is really like he's really charismatic he's super funny he seems like in touch with himself um he seems like the cool level of celebrity where it's like not too overwhelming but you're still like living a good life so I was like I get the appeal so he was my like celeb crush for like a month and now I'm just like it's too much it's way too much I don't know yeah and not interested I don't know if you're um a fan of Cassie David but Mm. I really love her and I read her book 
and Mm -hmm. like she when she talks about their relationship it was like he was he was so like into it and like almost like a needy type of boyfriend when she couldn't like handle it and she couldn't handle the constant need for her to reassure him all the time and so it really seems like he has kind of like a codependency or I don't know something because the amount of relationships he's been in and like high profile beautiful women so I like I'm he obviously like is probably a really good guy but I don't understand how he can like that many people like think of all the people that you've liked in your life like it's it's crazy and then the getting the tattoos and getting the tattoos removed it's like okay well how can that mean anything if like I like I thought that whole Pete and Kim relationship was like insane and then the tattoos Mm -hmm. and the branding I was like what are you doing (laughs) totally but you're right this kind of like codependency and like love bombing stuff where it's like really intense really fast and then fizzles out doesn't seem like super healthy or like something that I want to be a part of no yeah um And uh, when they were at the beach, because they were, again, spotted on vacation, people notice. And, like, this is, again, when you really think about it, you're like, this is so fucking creepy. Because I was looking at zoomed in photos of, like, his neck where he had the, like, Aladdin. And then it was, like, the infinity symbol. And then the jazz, like, jasmine. Um, And there was, like, pictures of, like the tattoo and then now so he got it removed obviously but it's like this is so creepy when I'm when you're thinking about it that it's like I'm looking at like like long lens like shots of someone on vacation in the water like in the ocean like yeah and I'm just like on my phone like zooming and now we're talking about it like too little I know and now we're discussing it and now people are listening and want to listen like it's this is just like it's so weird when you like really look at it but I don't know I I I just like think every relationship with him now is fake or PR and and I was really like when they were all saying like PR with him and Kim like I was like that to me that takes his cool factor down so much like why would someone like Pete do a PR relationship like this like I just but like the more that came out about it I was like well are they because it just seemed like the weirdest match ever everyone I know everyone Mm. was like on board and I was like I don't this is like like I was like what would Kim want to do with Pete and what would Pete want to do with Kim honestly like what what would they have in common I don't know totally and now that we see again more girls that he's dating like Chase with I think Chase is like tattooed and again like very cool girl and looks more like his type like I just it's like that makes sense to me so like like, two like little like scene kids or something you know like is totally him who is just like so self-absorbed and like I and, like, know. I think she, like, is actually, like, a really sweet person, uh, probably. And, like, that's what yeah. all her fans and everyone that meets her says. But, yeah, that yeah. was just, like, a, a weird, weird match. Such a, yeah, a blur. <laughs> Apparently, though, this is why the discussion, again, is, like, still up in the air. Chase is also in uh upcoming Peacock series that pete is producing i think called bupskis so that's like another piece of the puzzle so it's like interesting i think that they fit more like personality wise she's also like definitely like an up-and-coming it girl okay because she was in bodies 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 and then she was in another tv show it starts with an r like revolution or something like that renegade and apparently she was like the scene stealer so yeah like apparently 
everyone really liked her from that. And it's, again, nothing that I had watched before. So I'm not super familiar with her. But so I don't know. I'm like, they seem like they're a better match, but then they're in projects together. So but then it's like it's easy to like your coworkers because you're, you know, working Uh, intimately all the time with them. So let's both give an estimate of how long we think this one will last. Yeah. Okay. That's a good, that's a good idea. I I don't know. Kim and Pete quote unquote lasted like six months. So I'm going to give this more than that. I'm going to give this eight months. Eight months. Okay. How long have they already been hanging out? Do you know? Like weeks. Okay. Okay. It's January. I give it until June, July. Okay. June, July. And I'll say so eight months to like September. (laughs) good luck you two (laughs) so the next thing we're gonna chat about is Shakira are you a big Shakira fan um I'm not like a huge Shakira fan but obviously like loved you know her songs when I was like yeah or whatever and like watched that video of her in the desert like a million times um (laughs) but I haven't really like kept up with her really like like I don't I'm not like super like I didn't even really know about her and this guy um and he's apparently like mm. cute, really famous in his own right right he's a soccer player yeah he's huge yeah yeah because everyone's like PK PK and I was like I like Shakira is the the get in this relationship but yeah apparently he's a really big deal yeah. in the soccer world um so I wasn't really like aware until like all this like cheating stuff started coming out and everything are you a fan yeah, I feel like also the same. Like obviously, like she wolf. And yeah. like, <laughs> I I definitely like her music, but yeah, I'm not like seeking out Shakira's music. I liked her Super Bowl performance with J Lo. Oh, so good. Um, I think she's super talented. She's beautiful. I didn't know that she had this extremely petty side to her. So. Again, I heard that they weren't officially married, but they have two kids together. They've been together for like over a decade. He's a uh, football player and she is obviously a singer. So huge star power. They have two kids together. And allegedly he was having an affair with a girl named Clara Chia Marti, who is a model. And she's 23. He's 35. And... Apparently, Shakira found out by there was a half-eaten jar of strawberry jam in their fridge. And she's like, hey, well, Gerard and the kids don't eat jam. So, like, you must be cheating on me. And then I saw these people making videos, like, putting Sharpie pens on all their stuff. And I'm like. Yes. Yeah, like the levels. Guys, yeah. if you start doing that, it's time to leave. <laughs> That's what I said in my last episode because I covered this like super briefly. But I'm like, if you are seeing a bottle of jam or a jar of jam and you're like, I think he's cheating, like it's time to go already. (laughs) Like pack your pegs. (laughs) It's just crazy how this again, this is how like this information got to us that she was. I like this guy has balls because what person cheats on their wife or their girlfriend of 11 years with two children in the family home i know so because she was away like filming something or working on something or whatever so she was gone for like three weeks and then 
so I guess like is the girl having like l- breakfast there? Like I yeah, just like you're letting so it's like oh we'll keep your jam. Here. Like you're letting her have toast. You're letting her have Shakira's jam. Like no, yeah. like go sit yeah. somewhere else. Don't let her come into that. Like obviously the cheating is awful, and like that's where we should start. But like it yeah. makes it even worse that you're doing it in her house. And also, didn't someone say that yeah. they were looking up like an old Zoom call or something that she was doing, and she walk was like walking in the background. He was like on a Zoom, and someone ended up. Yes. Yeah, it's like oh yeah. I, this is like a it's like Tristan Thompson style. It's like why are you being so reckless and stupid? Like. 100 percent. it's so disrespectful so disrespectful and like that girl too like what are you doing in their house like yeah no like that's that's like low level like to be doing that for sure totally and it's also interesting because i i want to know like the follow-up because like was it really her eating the jam because like i feel like it was like okay like the housekeeper like the nanny or something like that yeah, because is that really was, how this all blew up? Like, yeah, to- like is she sleeping over and then making breakfast? Like that sounds like a relationship. Yeah, like I, I don't know. It just seemed so, so weird. I don't know that. Yeah, but then <laughs> he was seen with Irina Shake this week. He oh. like. Yeah, so then I was like, okay, maybe he's just, like, dating around or maybe they're just friends and I don't know. Or maybe he's just kind of trying to start drama and, like, headlines. Yeah. Because Irina was seen with Kanye West Mm -hmm. right after that divorce. So I'm like, that girl is... I thought she was back with Bradley Cooper. I thought they were, like, giving it another go. Oh, my God. Really? Giving it another go? Interesting. Yeah, and yeah, she was with... I don't know. Yeah. crazy that Connie got married, but... um, Oh, my God, I know. I, like, literally... I haven't even said one word about it on this podcast. I'm, like, I just... I'm... I'll just wait till something else happens. I still, like, don't believe it's real because it's so insane. Yeah, and he, like, got so. married and, like, no one cared. Like, everyone was, like, okay, yeah. Like, you're <laughs> weird. Like, enough, like, just, like, why would you do that? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It makes no sense. But if, if other things, like, happen, like she's hanging out with the kids or something like that like I'll I'll talk about it then yeah, that's <laughs> like... fair I think that's fair yeah. <laughs> um but yeah her song the, the yes. song, like it, especially because this song came out at the same time that Miley Cyrus's flowers came out like that is the mm. way to do an awesome song the flowers one like it's so empowering and like she's still like calling him out she's calling Liam out I mean if you're gonna believe all the easter eggs and everything that she's laying out in the music video and in the song and this one's kind of just like I don't know it's just not giving the same <laughs> I agree like it's it's a good song in general but like the lyrics are so specific I I hate when like even sometimes Taylor Swift does this where it's like it's so specific that it's not general enough so it's like when I'm singing this in my car or whatever it's like I'm not resonating with this (laughs) totally so like for example one of the lyrics is literally you left me with your mom as my neighbor (laughs) because I guess they were neighbors and he left the the family home and she put a witch like a Halloween decoration on her balcony facing the mom's house and played this song on repeat like so weird (laughs) some of the other lyrics were you traded a rolex for a casio which i think is like a good like that's pretty scathing 
Um, but then Gerard got a sponsorship deal with <laughs> Casio watches. Like after the song was released? Yes, it was seen at an event with a Casio watch. So I was like, fuck, he like got the upper hand like for sure. And also like smart marketing for Casio. I know, I know. I was like, I hate you that you did this, but like it's kind of iconic. And then uh, another lyric was you traded a Ferrari for a Twingo or Twango. I don't know. Like it's a type of car apparently. Okay. And then he went to an event, to like a red carpet event in one of those cars. Oh my God. Like as a joke. And I just like... (laughs) And like you like, guys have kids, and like they're gonna be like, I know they're gonna receive you know? this. <laughs> yeah, literally, literally, he could be our petty weight champion of the week, or they could. Yeah. But yeah. we we have another one in store. But yeah, and even the music video contained, you know, the fridge with the jam and and a, a severed head in it. She just like went all out. Oh my gosh, I never um, watched the video, so that's news to me. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wild. But she's making good money on like. Even just the YouTube views, apparently, uh, when I wrote this outline, so this past weekend, so it's probably more now, but she's had almost made a million dollars just on, yeah, how many people had viewed the YouTube video. So Great. she's doing yeah. just fine in general. Yeah. Did you see Not Skinny But Not Fat post his um, Instagram feed? Gerard's. No. She was making fun of him because, like, he just posts the exact same looking selfie, like, 30 times in a row. <laughs> That's so classic of just, like, a guy that doesn't know how to do social media. Like, boomer style. That's so funny. (laughs) Yeah, very much so. I love that. Okay, let's talk about Air Webster. So after a year of, like, it's almost his one-year birthday, but Kylie finally released the name of her son. So it's Air, spelled A-I-R-E. She clarified on, like, a fan account that it's pronounced Air because I was saying Airy. Yeah, yeah, me too. I was like, okay, Airy Webster. Yeah. Yeah, which, no offense, I kind of like Airy more than Air. Yeah, and, like, apparently, I don't know if you saw underneath um, the post of him, but, like, it means something else in Arabic. But it means, like, penis or something. And, like, they were all writing it underneath the name, like, that it's it means something like that. Okay, I saw this video, too, and I think it was in Arabic. Is that true or fake that it means penis? I think it must be true if they were all saying it. I would die. I guess it's, like, that is, like... That happens in yeah, like it's that's not what it language means. Languages, so I guess. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like fanny pack, and like fanny means vagina in like the UK and right. Australia, yeah. but we say it for like you know belt bags and stuff. Like, yeah. I don't know, but it, it's I don't know. It's not my favorite name for a kid. It kind of sounds like air, like H. E I R. So I kind of thought maybe it's yeah, like a twist on that, like Prince, Prince, like Prince William Harry style. Yeah, yeah, yes, is like the air. People have said it's short for billionaire. People also on TikTok were saying that it could be after her makeup artist Ariel. That would be, or is it Ariel or Ariel? I thought it was Ariel, or maybe it is. No, okay. maybe it is Ariel. Yeah. I'm not sure, but he has been like her longtime makeup artist. Mm. And so like maybe it's a nod to him. Like I have no idea. But it is funny, like stormy air. Like so now. Like... Stormy and air. Just yeah, the weather. Yeah. Is just so, like, 
<laughs> it's so cringe. What do you like best? Like, do you prefer wolf to air or are you just like a none of the above? Girl? I don't mind wolf. Honestly, I liked wolf. And like, I think wolf Webster sounds nice. I'm really wondering, like, I mean, I've talked about this a lot. Like, I was very confused about why they weren't posting the boys and posting the girls. And then for her to just post him like on a random afternoon, Saturday afternoon with photos in his name. Some people were saying that um, maybe Travis Scott's going to announce another. Um, did you see that? On, I think it was on um, yes. the blind somewhere. Yeah. Yes. That was like, I feel like that is such a, like crazy blind like that's not just being like oh this person did cocaine at a party like this is like serious yeah and uh, yeah but you're right the blinds say that his longtime girlfriend young sweet row who um you know has been apparently with him for many years and all the blinds say that kylie and travis haven't been together for a really long time or they're in some type of just like co-parenting relationship and that maybe Ro is pregnant and that's why they like allegedly broke up on New Year's and then why she is maybe just going ahead and posting the baby's name yeah and I thought it was interesting too so her like kind of roundup that she did I think it was like a New Year's post she deleted the photo of her and Travis in it yeah, like that I feel like is brutal too that you like went back and edited. Like that means more to me than even just like posting the name. Yeah, so to like that, like that going back and deleting that, like I think that there definitely is probably like something going on for sure. Totally. Um, you wrote Sweet Row and like what you think about it. Oh yeah, like I kind of believe all of that's true. Maybe I'm just a sucker for, you know, this, this type of gossip, but like the – way that she was posting and how she was at his music video um, and how they have pictures from like 10 years back. Like, I don't know. It does have more validity validity than just like a random made up rumor. Like, I totally thought it was true, true, too. And then so many people were saying like, that girl's crazy. That's not true. Like, nothing she's saying is true. I was just like, there's too many things that are like lining up that – yeah, that are making it seem and like especially the old pictures of when like he posts something and she posts something and it's like in the same place like I feel like there was too many of those as well totally photoshopped I don't know but I really believe that like he always had her and then like Kylie was almost like the side to that to that which like seems like a crazy thing to say but I don't know 100% or again like yeah she was more on the side and then he saw the benefits of continuing a public relationship with her because of her fame. Like, I don't think I would have known, and maybe this is a disservice to him, but I don't think I would have known him if it wasn't through Kylie. Because, like, I didn't know any of his music or anything like that. Yeah. So I just... No, I think... Like, and then... Yeah, and I think, um, like, to your point a little bit ago, like, I don't I don't ever feel like they're in a relationship. So when they announced that they were, like, breaking up, I was like, were you guys even together? Like, yeah. and then they posted that really, like, beautiful spread. I think it was in W Magazine of, like, those really, like, mm-hmm. really nice photos. I think she's pregnant and then there are Stormy's in them. The the magazine printed, like, that they're not together. They just co-parent. And then Chloe's, like, what? That, like, she wrote, wrote a comment. Like, that no, that's, like, not true. Like, they, they're they together. They have a beautiful relationship. And I was just, like, 
I don't think so. Like, I think the magazine's probably yeah. telling the truth, but like, why would Chloe go against and say that? Like, I don't, I don't know how that yeah. machine works. If they like, I mean, yeah, they do is like for public. And that magazine shoot was pulled from the stands and then leaked. It was not supposed to make it to the stands because of it was right after Astro World mm. and they wanted to seem like a like cohesive unit, I think. So yeah. and then Chloe commented on it. Yeah. And I thought that was weird because she was like they misinterpreted it, but A, I'm pretty sure your publicist would have final say over the article would like read it over first and that was like the whole gist of the article was that they were in like some type of open relationship or like were co-parenting not romantically linked or whatever it said so it just made no sense to me and I just I don't even see really the Kardashians in any normal relationships like maybe maybe Travis and Courtney but like I just feel like you reach some level of fame like the Kardashians are like and you can't have a normal relationship so yeah I don't know no totally for me I don't I see it's like I think we talked about this before I don't know if we talked about this but it's like when the the Tristan news broke and the first thing that Courtney said was this is so reckless as in like he's doing this in public he's embarrassing her and I think that Mm -hmm. like for her to say that as the first thing is like do what you want, but don't get caught and don't embarrass us, you know? And I think that that's like, 100%. I think that's, that's the relationships that they've kind of had all along sort of thing. It seems like, like the guys that they have, the men that they have picked. Yeah. I think the last thing I'll say about their relationship and the Kardashians is like, yeah, I agree that it's like, don't embarrass the family. Cause even the Kanye stuff, I feel like like all of these like anti-Semitic views and stuff like that, he's probably had them the whole time, but it was like, they weren't public. And then they reached a point where it was like, okay, you're being so reckless and we can't like PR our way out of this. So you have to like go. And I feel like that is the same almost I don't know, maybe with Tristan, I guess they kind of still hang out with him. Scott even, like. Yeah. Like, yeah. they just, like. I don't know. Like, I think, like, I, when I think back to it and everything, and, like, did Courtney like, I think she knew what was going on, but she was really pissed about it. But, like, she still was with him yeah. for so long, you know? Yeah. Um, I yeah. mean, even when he came to Calgary and he was doing, like, um, my girlfriend used to work at Cowboys and he was doing mm. a Cowboys thing and he was just acting, like, beyond inappropriate, like, like no in no way acting like a boyfriend, right? Like, I think he's yeah. on the road. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, so bad. But, yeah, I feel like it's, like, they put up with a lot until it reaches, like, the public and then yeah. they, and then they, you know, have to cut ties. Yeah. yeah. Like, or whatever <laughs> yeah, um, yeah or whatever they're doing with Tristan Thompson still <laughs> like, like um before we move on I have to ask about the lion dress that Kylie wore to a fashion show mm-hmm. this week like what was that <laughs> so okay when I first saw it I was just like oh my gosh like number one like first thing I thought was like she's gonna get a bunch of shit for this um, mm-hmm. second was like, okay, she was very specific on the caption that it's like fake. It's not real. But I think like what, like what went through their, all their minds when she was doing it? Like they know she's going to get heat. So is it just like another thing for people to talk about? Yes. Like, I, think because, <laughs> I think that's, yes. <laughs> like, I think that's the answer. Like, 
what like everyone has talked about every single thing about us so like what's one more thing that I can do I did see someone's take saying that like it's 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 a good way to show that like you can do fashion and be fake or whatever but like I just it it was ugly like it's not cool like it's not a pretty dress or anything like that and I I don't know I wasn't like I was just like, of course, like you're, you guys are just like such attention seekers. This is so attention seeking. I know, I know. Like, of course, that's the dress from the collection that you you chose. It was so weird because the night before she was in like a blue outfit and she looked so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Her like skin looked beautiful. Her like makeup was like toned down. So she looked it's funny because everyone was like, oh, she looks so natural. And I was like, there's literally nothing natural about the way that she looks. And I like- was talking, like, I think, um, I don't know if you listen to the Ariel Laura podcast. Um, the- no. Um, she's she's really open and honest about all the plastic surgery and everything that she does. And she was talking about Ozempic. And she was saying that, like, someone in, the, she's in the Hollywood world. Chuck Laura is the creator of um, The Big Bang Theory and everything like that. And yeah. she was saying, like, they're definitely all on Ozempic. Plus, like other, you know, like the the best, the best chefs, the best best trainers. Yeah, yeah. It, it's interesting talking with her and stuff like that because, or not talking with her, but listening to her podcast because she talks about all these procedures and everything, everything that she has done, and it almost to the point where like it stresses me out how much like how much she's gotten done and like how much they all get and how like we'll never be able to like achieve that look and so like for you to sit there and be like oh she looks so natural like do you know many things she has done like so many procedures like like countless like I bet you like so 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 many and Ariel has like talks about them and has them all and everything like that and she doesn't look like Kylie looks you know like Kylie looks yeah the extreme anyways I just thought it's just interesting to have someone like kind of in that world be so open and honest and talk about everything that she's had done but I thought Kylie looked beautiful but definitely not natural (laughs) yeah totally and it's interesting also because when yeah she first had her baby she was like photoshopping all of her pictures a lot or even like maybe not going to events but pretending that she was there the pretend and then I, the pretend premiere yes. like the leg like, did we for did we forget about that like this is like fucking wild like sometimes I feel so insane like foaming at the mouth because I'm like they faked that they were at a fucking premiere just because she didn't feel skinny enough to be on the red carpet allegedly like I I guess I'm putting words in her mouth but But I think that is what and then because it was right on yeah and then she goes on a zempic and now she is in all of the press like it's just it's rich like it's just like a fucking course it's so annoying but yeah she looked I loved the blue look I loved like the shoes and everything and then the lion dress was so weird like it's just weird I guess like, I'm not a fashion girly or anything but it's just like in what world does that look good like it yeah it literally looks like she went to the zoo and got like went through the gift shop no and like you're having yeah. really like strong opinions about it and I didn't feel that when I saw it like I didn't have like a strong opinion when I saw it I was just like oh like this is fucking stupid like of course she's wearing something so dumb like this but I didn't have like a, a opinion about like this is so gross this is unethical like I didn't really feel that I just felt yeah. like it was kind of like this is a stupid outfit and like of course you're wearing yeah, because also I knew that it was fake, but it does look like a beheaded it looks animal. Real. Like why? It looks it it looks real, and it's like, 
why do you want a beheaded animal on your like I guess it's like when people used to wear like you know like furs with like the face of the like fucking raccoon or whatever like <laughs> like gorgeous like it's not yeah like what it's just so it's so weird but I guess we'll probably see a lot of Halloween costumes with oh the big hey, that's a good idea should I edit this yeah. out just like yeah. a little like stuffed animal that's a really good idea yeah I think yeah, you're probably right we'll see. <laughs> Okay, let's talk about Joey King and Aaron Taylor Johnson. Do you follow either of these actors at all? Um, so Aaron Taylor Johnson, I always thought was so cute. I first fell in love with him so in um, what was that movie with Nicolas Cage and Chloe? Oh, superhero um, one starts with an S. Yeah, what was that called? Um, anyways, I just thought he was so cute, and I was like, oh, who's this cute guy? And then I remember looking it up, and I'm like, oh, he's like married to a woman it's way just, older. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is it? Was it Avengers: Age of Ultron? No. No. He's booked and busy. His yeah. IMDb is kick ass. Um, kick ass. Oh, of course. Okay. Yeah. Yes. That was kind of like the first one that I was like. That you saw him yeah. in. Yeah. I. Oh yeah, and agree. savages. Yes, yes, yes. He's really booked and busy. The Kingsman, like, yeah, tons of stuff going on. Bullet Train coming out came out last year. Yeah. Anna Karenina, like, just tons of stuff. So he is currently thirty-two. He's married to Sam Taylor Johnson, who I think is a director who's fifty-five. So way older th- than him. And she used to be his boss on the set of Nowhere Boy. He was 18 and she was 42. So, like, like that's grooming. Like, oh, that's – I just finished um, A Teacher. Like, I watched it. I Oh, it. really? Oh, that's so sad. And, like, that she's 30-something and he's 17 turning 18. Like, it's totally – and if she was his boss, like, she's totally in a position of power. Like, that's, that's crazy. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. So crazy. And she had two, like, kids prior – so now her kids are 25 and 17 and he's 32. So, he's, so they're like stepdad is seven years. He's um, closer to the 25 year old than he is to her. I think. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know. Everyone obviously thinks it's really icky. I think a lot of people online are like, if this was an older guy and a younger girl, we would definitely be talking more about how gross it is mm. and stuff like that. Kind of, it's so, that's so true. But like the teacher situation, I feel like the media a lot in those times are like, oh, it's like every guy's dream to date an older woman or like with more experience and like stuff like that. And it's like, that's just not the case. And there was rumors. So Aaron and Joey worked on Bullet Train together, which came out in 2022. Um, But apparently there is some blind items now that have come out that said they were um, cheating on their partners with each other. So Joey is engaged to Stephen Pyatt. Um, They got engaged in March 2022. And then, like we said, Aaron is married to Sam Taylor Johnson. Do you think that there's any, like, validity to that? Do you think that they were hooking up while they were filming? Or do you think everyone is just, like, wishful thinkers? Where is the blind item from? Like, I think that if it's empty, then there's probably some validity to it. I forgot that she was engaged because I was going to say – 
<laughs> this is probably bad, but I was going to say, like, I'm happy for them. Like, they're two young kids, and, like, I think that he should, you know, like, how how old was he when he married her? Like, he must have been, like, 20 years old. So young, right? Yeah, yeah I'm not but sure, but so young. Engaged. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking up the blind of where it originally came from. Honestly, like, whenever there's a blind item, I, I – think there's always some validity to it in some way and especially if they're like getting picked up more and more but that's kind of sad if she's engaged like I don't know well, one he's married too but like I just that's like a different yeah everyone like doesn't care <laughs> I think that that's like the um funniest thing about this whole story is again usually people are like oh my god like the other the other woman or like the cheater or, like whatever but everyone's like rooting for them <laughs> to like actually get together there is okay I found the crazy days and night this is actually like a follow-up but this is posted from January 20th so just a few days ago we're recording on the 24th and it says what if the wife of this actor who leaked the news he was cheating just so he wouldn't get the iconic role and would have to stay home with the wife and apparently it was Aaron Taylor Johnson the cheater Mm -hmm. Sam as the wife and the role was 007 James Bond oh oh my god he would have been such a good Bond yeah I don't know if that has again who knows but yeah I guess it's NT that's posting oh okay I feel oh the original blind was just the um day before if you had been reading the site then you would already know the three named actor has been cheating on his older wife oh but Joey like what I don't know anything about her um fiance but like yeah like him or I don't know <laughs> I don't know I have no idea who Stephen Pyatt is I just miss the days of Joey King and Jacob, Jacob Lordy <laughs> like, I know. they were just they were so fucking cute so he's a director he is directed an episode of Channel Zero Briar Patch and The Act oh okay oh The Act uh Joey was in as oh. Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Oh, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, that crazy, that crazy series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Well, hmm. we'll see. We'll see if he becomes Bond, if they get a divorce, and if Joey and him <laughs> sail off into the sunset. <laughs> I would be, I think I'd be, Um, I'd be down for that breakdown of relationships and those two <laughs> yeah, get together, too. I think. <laughs> me too. I feel like that's juicy, juicy drama. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to Pettyweight Champion of the Week. This is the part of the show where we're going to nominate a Pettyweight Champion of the Week, someone in the media who did something petty and it was iconic. And we are nominating the lawyers in the Taylor Swift Ticketmaster case. (laughs) So I feel like we talked about this also before, but like, did you get tickets to the Eras Tour? Did you try to get tickets? So I wanted to get tickets and like I was like I think I was gonna cap out at like I would spend close to $600 I think like I would like stop at $600 like that's how much I was like I want these tickets but I didn't I yeah. wasn't like a certified fan and so I didn't even try at that point so I didn't even get to try at like the regular yeah tickets or whatever um how about you were you trying to get tickets yeah I got tickets to Seattle oh. which but like if she announces Canadian dates like I'll would try to get those and get rid of my Seattle tickets. Yeah. But yeah, I got Seattle tickets. I paid about 450 Canadian dollars, I think, 
or around there. And so much um, money for a ticket. It's so much. I talked a little bit on the pod how I had like immediate buyer's remorse. I was like, that's so much money for like six hours or whatever. But then when I put it into context, I was like, I never go to shows. Yeah. Taylor Swift is my favorite artist of all time. I've never seen her in concert and I like no it'll be it'll be worth it it'll be worth it for sure so I think I'll be happy I know I'll be happy but yeah at first I was like oh my god what did I just do you were a verified fan then uh one of my friends who I'm going with I'm going with three girls and one of them was a verified fan so we got in and got tickets after waiting maybe like a few hours but I was still mad at Ticketmaster and it's so funny talking about this now because I haven't talked about it or thought about it really since like November or whenever this went down I feel like it is kind of like ripping a band-aid like I feel upset again yeah no not ripping a band-aid off like opening a scar that's not healed totally like I remember like like the feeling that I had, I'm like, oh, so I don't even get like a chance to buy the tickets. And then I was like, then they were saying like apologies, like you can't even get it. And I was like, get down on your knees and say sorry. Like this isn't good enough. Like you need to do something else. Like this is this and like it's just they obviously need to figure out a different system. Like it's just not working. But totally. So what happened was a bunch of fans decided to sue a Ticketmaster basically, um, for, you know, almost being misled about the ticket buying process and just today so again we're recording this on January 24th the judiciary committee listened to like the opening I guess like uh, not defenses but like speeches for people that actually study law or like any lawyers are gonna be like fuck this this bitch needs to like <laughs> learn some uh general knowledge about the court no, system you're doing fine. But- <laughs> I don't know I was gonna say like opening state like I don't know, I don't know what they're opening doing. statements like I don't know but like it is funny how like a group of fans kind of brought this to court to um, just really examine the monopoly that Ticketmaster has on um, selling tickets uh, because I believe they are like a big conglomerate company with like any other service that tries to sell tickets to these really big stadiums and they don't have much competition and stuff like that. So they can charge whatever they want Um, And it's becoming unregulated and like unfair. So it's really, you know, brought to light some issues with Ticketmaster. So uh, they had, again, their first like opening, again, opening statements. And the fucking lawyers quoted Taylor Swift like multiple times. (laughs) And like they were, I I mean, if you guys, it's been reposted so many times. Like they were, the delivery was horrible. They they thought they were like so clever and cool. And she's like, what are you guys doing? It's so cringe. Like, okay, so the ones that they say, they're like, something like Ticketmaster needs to look in the mirror and say, like, hi, I'm the problem. (laughs) It's me. Like, like, I can't even say that with a straight face. Like, that's so cringe that they were like, let's get them with this zinger. We're going to say, like, we're going to quote Antihero. And then they quoted All Too Well. Um, and I think they did one other one. But it's yeah, it's just cringy. Like, it's so cringy. I wonder what Tay thinks of it all. Like, Tay. like we're- Oh, I bet she, she is a little cringe. So I bet she's loving this. But... Yeah. So yeah, I'm the pro- oh, 
the third song they quoted was um blank space karma karma is a relaxing thought aren't you envious that for you it's not like why did you need to say that in your opening arguments like what the fuck so it's it's like the people versus Ticketmaster. Yeah, it's fans. like a group of um yeah, I think it was like 20 some uh put this like lawsuit together yeah. back in November and so I think now it's like the yeah, like the people or the public, the government against Ticketmaster. Obviously we're Canadian, so it's it's different for yeah. us, but I really yeah, like, bear with I us. I really hope she announces Canadian dates. Like I really hope she does, but I don't know same if like yeah if they don't figure it out if like the same thing would happen or what probably I don't know I don't know if they've resolved anything it doesn't seem like they really have so yeah I'm I'm not too sure but yeah it seems like maybe not Canada next but it seems like the rumors are South America Mm -hmm. next so we'll see maybe we just don't have the stadiums like the stadium size I don't know and it's so Canada's so big like yeah I don't know we'll see nervous though no but you'll have so like you you got tickets you got tickets I know I know I know I saw a meme that was like I have to um acknowledge my privilege as a as a Taylor Swift era's ticket holder so that'll be an amazing yeah it'll be an amazing amazing show like I think they said like for what the demand is she would have to tour every day for a year nonstop or something like that like that's how many people want to see her 100% that's the thing is like the size that she needs to to be able to like she can't go to little venues like she has to be at the biggest ones like yeah so and calgary is um like our stadium sucks we've been trying to get like a new stadium for so long so it's always in okay but i'm into yeah whatever it's fine but yeah 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 and that's weird though because i feel like the flames they would want yeah it's been like this ongoing battle for a really long time but yeah ours is like our we need a new one so bad yeah i guess irregardless if i if she comes to Vancouver, I'd be traveling anyways, so I might as well go to Seattle. Yeah. Get another Target run out of it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Jealous. Okay. Fi- <laughs> <laughs> Finally, it's time for This Week in Petty, where we're going to share a story about something that happened to us in real life that we're petty about. I'm super petty this week about... I went to Starbucks, so I had to go into work this week. This week, it's Tuesday. This was yesterday. <laughs> I went to work yesterday to my office and um, I went to an exercise class, like a bar class before. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to like, I can't, I can't wake up and drink coffee before that. So I'll get a coffee en route. I'll stop at Starbucks. So I go to Starbucks and I order a grande vanilla latte with the vanilla cold foam Mm. on top, like the sweet cold foam or whatever it's called. Yeah. And they're they're like, hey, scan your card. And I like scan my card and just like walk to the where you pick up the drink, like not looking. And then I like look at my phone and I was like seven dollars. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Seven dollars for like literally four sips of an iced coffee that I'm going to slam in 10 minutes, like driving to work. It was it was painful, but it's because I added syrup and I added the cold foam. (laughs) 
was like, why did I do that? No, it's it's so crazy. Um, Even I was um, going through the Starbucks lineup with my friend on Saturday going to um, skiing and he never gets Starbucks. And he like, I ordered, I literally, he probably died. Like $7. What's wrong with you? And I was like, it is what it is. Like, it is insane. Like, it's $7 for a coffee. Like, I mean, that's a whole other thing, but like how Starbucks managed to make something like coffee so iconic is, yeah. I know. (laughs) Do you remember, like, I remember, I I feel like the last time I looked or cared about the price, it was like, oh, it's a $5 latte. Like, this is annoying that I'm paying $5 for this, but whatever. And now it's like, oh, it's just seven like I'm paying half the price just for these fucking add-ons so I guess my next Starbucks when people are like what's your Starbucks order yeah I'll be like a plain iced latte (laughs) yeah it's pretty crazy and even like um like I always feel like that because you're in BC right I always feel like that in BC I'm like this PST like this is like yeah yeah, because it's it's double right is it 10 percent yeah Yeah. well our pst i don't know our taxes are 12 percent, so it's either seven or five right whatever the not federal one is. well like that's crazy yeah yeah so brutal so yeah i guess i won't be going like maybe i'll become a tim hortons girly like i I feel you know i feel as good um cheap coffee and maybe you want to agree with me but i feel like mcdonald's coffee is like oh my god yeah Yeah. totally totally yeah yeah yeah. i i I agree i will be back to the especially when dollar drink days come back this summer like i'll be getting my one 105 medium iced iced coffee yes. from there yes, yes, yes. yeah yeah the prices are out of control on everything I mean I'm sure you yeah. guys have seen all those egg memes and everything but eggs are like a carton is like eight dollars and it used to be like three dollars like what's going on here <laughs> yeah or like I bought a tub of cream cheese the other day and it was like seven dollars I was like I'll just do without <laughs> like, I don't mean no and I'm like constantly and I'm like nope not worth it not getting it like putting yeah, stuff that I would same. normally pick up and being like no not this is crazy yeah like I like about three bags of groceries which is you know um lunch lunch and dinner for like a week or whatever it's like a hundred bucks yeah. 120 bucks I spend like 130 dollars a week on groceries and like I'm one person like that's a lot yeah yeah I remember I a few months ago my like financial advisor was like how much do you spend a week on groceries and I like estimated I was like maybe like 70 bucks or something like that and they're like no like redo the math and I was like oh it's like 120 <laughs> no they like no they're like in 2015 it was 70 bucks like call you out <laughs> like, yeah totally but yeah I just even like buying a block of orange cheddar cheese I'm like this is a treat yeah so. <laughs> <It's> a treat. <laughs> which it shouldn't be like we're living these are tough times <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like it should be a treat when I'm buying like a fancy soft cheese or something, not like standard yeah, cheddar. From like the fancy so. part of the store. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't even go there anymore. <laughs> like so sad. Our lives are so sad now. So sad. <laughs> okay. This was super fun. We covered like a billion. Yeah. Things. Sorry, I tend to go off like in tangents about things, but yeah, we did. No, I love it. <laughs> 
where can the listeners find you and anything else you want to plug? Yeah. So if you guys want to follow us on Instagram, we're super active on there. It's at why are you so obsessed underscore. Um, that's pretty much the only platform we're really on. And then you can find our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts um, at why are you so obsessed? Nice. Everyone go check it out. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. And there you have it. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you to Kelsey for joining me on today's episode. If you haven't already, you can follow me on socials at RTBP podcast. Slide into those DMs if you have an episode topic you would like covered. And did you know you can leave a voicemail? Speakpipe.com slash ready to be petty. If you have a question or a comment or I don't know anything for the podcast. And then as always, you can leave a review and rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, which I appreciate so much. I hope you are all safe and healthy out there. As always, I'm your host, Tori, and I'm ready to be petty. See you soon. Bye.